you're looking to sell your home at realestateagentsitrust.com. Our goal is to ease the stress of home selling by helping you sell your home as quickly as possible at the best price possible. Hi, it's Glenn Beck, and I want to thank you. In just the last few months, thousands of Blaze Radio listeners just like you have contacted our agents. So if you're thinking of selling your home or if you want help buying a home, go to realestateagentsitrust.com and let our individually selected agents earn your business. realestateagentsitrust.com Bart Starr Jr., uh, such a good guy, uh, really, really a nice man and uh, a humble man. His dad, I believe, is as well. We didn't get a chance to meet him because he's, no, he's very disappointed. He's not uh, feeling very well right now, but he's, I guess, on the mend, according I to mean, his son. His so son we'll see. is so positive. His son about is his totally dad. positive about the outlook for his dad. He really is. Um, but here's part two of our interview with Bart Stark. He's Jr. been a man of faith, absolutely, most of his life. Yes, he's he's uh, he's quiet about it, but he's but he's very uh, uh, has very strong faith, and, and uh, it's unshakable, and. Um, Really, I know that has helped him in his recovery. Uh, I alluded to it a little bit out there, that um, when we're trying to get him to take the next step and to push himself and to you know, do the sort of things that you don't necessarily want to do, um, he responds best to um, biblical readings and also to, um, to music that, that, that draws upon the, the strength that he, uh, he finds uh, in his Savior. So... Uh, you have to find whatever anybody's, and, and he would not denigrate those who do not feel the way he is, but it is really important to him. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, that's been very instrumental in him making a greater progress in, in his recovery, I think, than otherwise he would have been able to do so. What does he think about the state of the game today? What does he think about the, you know, the NFL's changed a lot. As you mentioned, it was, you know, people made uh, probably during your dad's uh, time period an average of what ten thousand dollars a year or whatever and then it went to a hundred and then it, it was a million and now it's you know ten or twenty million uh, plus the culture has changed uh, a great deal in the nfl H- how has he felt of the of the change in the nfl and society that's sort of a multifaceted question to try to answer i'll, I'll take a stab at a, a couple of first of all he doesn't have any sort of resentment towards those who make significantly more money even adjusted for time and inflation, you know, than he did. Yeah. I think he's proud of the legacy that they established in helping build the league and, and, and so forth. Uh, I, I think that he also understands that it's, it's not an easy role, whether you're talking about Commissioner Goodell or the, the, the league as a whole, trying to adjust to the, to the game as it is. The, um, they, they, I think they're well-intended whenever they put forth new rules and, and, and so forth. The, uh, he would be the first to tell you the game has become much more athletic, uh, mm-hmm. This wouldn't just be in football, but in any any um, sporting endeavor. Athletes today, he laughs when people say, boy, they're, they're not as tough as they were back then. He said, they were tough then and they're tough now. He said, you look at some of the, the collisions that take place, that's why we've had to make, uh, the, or the league has had to make some of the changes with respect to the use of the helmet mm-hmm. in hitting right. people and so forth, because these guys are, are astonishing athletes. Their quickness is unparalleled. And the NFL is trying to keep it entertaining, fast-moving, but redu- reduce some of the risk that's inherent in the game. I think he believes that they've gotten it mostly right, and that's about all you can really do. And, mm-hmm. and, and based on the ratings, it's kind of hard to argue with that. that yeah, they've, really they've done more things right than wrong. And, it, and But we do live in a society where people want to jump on, uh, they say, well, you know, the ref missed that call. Well, he might have gotten 98 calls in a row yeah. right. <laughs> the one that's, that's wrong, it's a little bit. Well, we have, we have replay for, for some, some of those. I know that was a very long-winded answer. I think Dad feels like, like the, the league has progressed you know, very nicely since he played. 
he felt like he was in the right era for him. And yeah. He was definitely with the right coach and team. Yeah. And that's enough. Uh, when we do a show with Gledbeck, so we're used to long-winded answers. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> oh, sorry. He's here still. Uh, uh, I think one of the really interesting things about this particular event, your dad's breakfast, is it really relates to that uh, transition you were talking about from a football player being a middle-class guy who had a, a second job to mega superstars with all this money and temptation and everything that goes along with it. And, you, and you're able to highlight these guys like Thomas Davis, yes. who's, who is able to, in that environment, I mean, it's, it's, it's almost 20 times more difficult to do it in that environment and stay faithful and, and keep your character to the level that he does that. And, and that's, I think, why maybe this breakfast is so important. It is. When you, you look at Thomas Davis's um, uh, legacy, and I, I alluded later on to the difference between his accomplishments and his legacy. And Thomas Davis grew up in, as a single, uh, in, in a single uh, a female household. He had nothing, but but in, in term, he had everything in terms of what his mother instilled in him with proper values that he is now carrying on, and he is reaching so many individuals. This was the 50th anniversary of Athletes in Action being established. It was the 50th anniversary this last fall of a boys' ranch outside of Green Bay that my, my parents helped uh, co-found called Rawhide that's done the same sort of thing that, that Thomas is doing where they reach out, in this case, to troubled teenagers who, if you, if you can back up their lives, and you see them at age 15 and they're, they're, they're off the tracks. If you just could go back several years, it's just such a fine line between staying right on the right path and getting off. And mom and dad have been very instrumental with that in, in turning around so many lives up, up in Wisconsin, getting these kids to go um, to, to, and it's a, it's a spiritually based uh, Christian home. And the stories would warm your heart, especially when you see these people when they're 40, 50, 60 years old that came through there maybe 45 years ago. Yeah. You think, oh my goodness, um, look what they've been able to, to transcend. Look what Thomas Davis has. That's what means so much for my parents. I can't wait to actually call them and tell them what it was like to meet Thomas, why they will, will be so honored to have his name on their award, because he is he's really a remarkable individual. Oh, to his credit, I mean, we sat at the table uh, at the at the breakfast with his family, sure. with his wife and four kids. Uh, so well-behaved. Yeah. Such great kids. Yeah. I mean, it was unbelievable. It's a great household. Yeah. <laughs> you just, oh, my yeah. goodness. Yeah. Uh, so that was... That was pretty amazing. Um, now, you obviously didn't wind up in football. Um, what do you do? I, I'm a financial advisor in Birmingham. And do people uh, ever say, Bart Starr? <laughs> I know that. I know yeah. that name. They, uh, I, I think every now and then they do. Yeah. And uh, uh, that's okay. You know, it's, uh, it's not like um, you're Al Capone's son or something. So. 99.99% <laughs> <laughs> uh, of the time, that's going to work to your favor. And I think people will uh, will give you a chance, and and uh, you know, that's that's a tremendous blessing to have grown up uh, with dad and mom as uh, as my parents, and uh, so uh, I'll never ever forget to thank my lucky stars. Well, knowing how big of a F uh, Packers fan Pat is, I'm just glad I got a question in. <laughs> Congratulations <laughs> on that. was wrong. Yeah, Bart, thank you. Appreciate thank you. It. When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. Then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. 
But what else could I do? The smartest thing you can do is get a home warranty from American Residential Warranty. Their home warranties pay to repair or replace all your major appliances when they break. And they will break. And at the worst possible time, call American Residential Warranty right now for free information on home warranties starting at just pennies a day. Don't wait for your refrigerator to stop running or your ceiling fans to stop turning. Call American Residential Warranty right now. Ask how you can save up to 50% on washing and dryer coverage. Just call 1-800-686-3910. That's 1-800-686-3910. Again, 1-800-686-3910. Call now.